0: Hello, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. Today, I had the pleasure of speaking with my friend Maria Gabrielle, And we talked about how women, when we build our businesses, when we're entrepreneurial, or I think this applies even in the corporate setting, but Maria particularly works with women building their businesses, how we can so easily become overwhelmed and get stressed out and eventually burn out. So we hear about Maria's story with her building her business to a very successful level, but not paying attention to her body in the way that she should have. And then the after effects of getting burnt out and the detrimental effects on her health. So it's a pretty fascinating story. And also, of course, we talk about how Maria helps people now to avoid that hitting that wall and burning out completely and lots of good skills and tips that she gives us about how to do that and she says that really burnout can be deadly if we don't pay attention to it and and it's actually now considered a risk factor for illness and for death so that's pretty interesting and uh, it's important and relevant I think to all of us to how can we avoid burnout and take care of our bodies in the way that our bodies deserve. Hello, Maria. Welcome to the podcast. Hi there. I'm so happy to be here, Jill. Yes, I'm, I'm excited to see you in, not in person, but to actually see your beautiful face. We have met many, many years ago, and uh, now you've moved to a different state. but it's nice to see you. I want to dive right in and talk about what is, I believe, your area of genius, which is helping women grow their businesses without getting burnt out. So let's hear about that. How do how do we grow a business without getting burnt out? Because it seems
1: like it's just inevitable that that's going to happen. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's almost like it comes with a success, right? Anytime yes. you have a path to success, there's so much to do that it, it almost burn out and uh, overwhelm comes with it. And unfortunately there's, that's like a code that we're still trying to crack for women, especially women Mm -hmm. have different, according to studies, whether people experience it or not, the reality is that women have different responsibilities and carry more burdens. There's actually a percentage that says that they actually do carry more when it comes to their personal life, their families, the elderly now, their children and even house chores, right? And so we have so much that pulls at us. And at the same time, our heart wants to go out and grow a business that we love and maybe make an impact and make a wonderful living. But we do get pulled by life, by our personal life, sometimes our own health. Like for me, it was my health. And so it's this code that we're trying to crack to keep women in the workforce. And yet at the same time, we have the who just declared that Burnout is an official disease now that's killing hundreds of thousands of people a year. So it's no longer, oh, it's just stress. I can, you know, push through. No, it's actually stress that leads to chronic illness that leads to death. It's deadly. And so we're finally starting to take it seriously. Companies that I, I coach for are taking it seriously. And it's something that if we aren't taking it seriously, we have to start really respecting our health and our capacity and really taking a moment and pulling back and putting in systems that create self-care, self-respect, self-honoring, things like that. Yeah. Do
0: you have a story around that? It sounds like you kind of went down that road yourself and suffered the consequences. Is that yes. what happened? Yes. Yeah. Do, do you, <laughs> you want to share a little bit about that? Whatever, whatever you feel comfortable
1: sharing? <laughs> no, of course. You know, I think it's important for us to share it because When I wasn't sharing it and I was suffering and my Mm -hmm. life was suffering, my health was suffering, my relationship was suffering, but you know, I was so type A and and, uh, I always joke, I'm a recovering perfectionist, Uh that I wasn't talking about what was going on behind the scenes. So everyone just kind of saw like, oh, Maria checked off all the boxes. She's successful. They go on like 10 vacations a year. Her and her family are doing awesome, you know, private school, all the things, right? Mm-hmm. We built a dream home, but it was coming at, a, at at an expense and I wasn't talking about it. And it wasn't until I hit such a bad place that I had to talk about it that then other women around me were like, me too, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, gosh, why are we all pretending? Why aren't we talking about this? So yeah, I'm happy to share basically yeah, I was growing my own business at the time in the legal field. I helped my husband launch a a multiple multimillion dollar uh, development business. So we were like in the game, Mm -hmm. adrenaline rushing, Mm -hmm. thinking we're doing great, thinking we're, you know, succeeding. And our personal life was not my relationship with my husband started to suffer. And we actually started to talk about separating and, Mm on top of that I just kept going and going because then I went I, I got even busier with my own work I was like I guess to distract myself you know busy mm-hmm. sometimes is a distraction
0: Yeah. and
1: so I started to burn out and I didn't care I was like ah, you know what I could always restore my health I'll take my supplements I'll whatever go to the gym yeah but my thyroid burned out. So I had all of a sudden I got diagnosed with autoimmune disease, Hashimoto's and my body was like, listen, if you, if you don't get it and you don't slow down, I'm going to make you slow down. Yeah. And so I hit rock bottom in like mm. every area, unfortunately, mm. so I could pay attention. And I really don't wish that for anyone because some of these chronic illnesses are such a long, if ever such a long road back to your health that you're just like, what was I thinking? You know? mm. So, yeah, success does not have to be that.
0: Well, there's so much there. And uh, the idea that what was I thinking? That's that just hit me because I think we're not thinking is the problem, maybe. (laughs) Or like you said, you know, well, I can just compensate in this area, that area, whether it's going to the gym or eating better or drinking alcohol, smoking weed. I mean, I'm not saying any of that is bad. (laughs) but i'm just saying that if you're using it as a crutch to compensate because everything else is about to implode in your life that's where the problem is and it's so easy to kind of just be in that denial yeah until until your body just says no sorry this is yeah. this is not happening and in a way it's it's kind of a blessing when you get that message when you're a little bit younger or you know it's not like some um fatal illness or something like that, or, you know, you end up getting divorced. Like in a way there's, you know, you could almost maybe appreciate like, thank you Hashimoto's for waking me up. (laughs) (laughs) I I have, I have the same uh, Hashimoto's woke me up too, actually. So, yeah. So, and I was sort of ignoring, I was a stay at home mom, but I was, you know, definitely not paying attention to my body and. Yeah, it was a wake-up call. So Yeah. Now yeah. were you feeling fatigue or stress or overwhelmed? Like what was what were the signs? I know you talked about your relationship with your husband, but were there physical manifestations that you were just like kind of ignoring or did it just hit you?
1: Yeah. Uh funny, I just also remembered in my parenting, so that was my relationship, and then I started getting little calls from my kids' schools about like just behavior, you know, and I'm just like maybe something something's going on there too right like am i missing something in my in with my kids right am i not present mm. so there was definitely those little messages that were coming in from external environments and with my health i think the first sign was i would notice myself getting triggered i just had like a more of a reactive
0: mm-hmm.
1: reality to everything you know and then After that, it was definitely fatigue and depletion at the end of the day, which would lead to this lack of presence with my kids. Like I Mm -hmm. I thought I was doing my best as a mom, you know, Mm -hmm. the reason why I had my, my business and I'm all about growing your own business is for like time freedom. right? Right. And to make it to the plays and to make it to the, you know, to the games and to all the things, but how present are you really? And are you really, are you time abundant? Because everything was just rush, 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 lack of presence. And it was Mm. almost like this illusion, like, oh, I make my own schedule. But am I really time abundant? Am I really Mm. present? And I wasn't. So it was, I just saw things in my personality and my emotional reactions. And then this, like, I would, at the end of the day, just felt like I want nothing. Like, I just wanted to hear nothing and do nothing and just being Mm -hmm. quiet. Because it just felt like the whole day was just to do. And it was this, like, reactive emotional response to wanting to like just be introverted in that moment and just like be in a quiet space. And all my kids wanted was like, I don't know, 10 minutes of reading time or something. Yeah. So it was, that was like my first thing, like what is going on here? So I was more protective of my space and time Mm -hmm. and felt like I had to like do something to honor it. But I was coming from a place of almost like resentment,
0: you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Obviously, this is something you're passionate about. You went through it and you're now helping women or you've been ever since I met you. Was that 2016, I think? Yeah. So it's been six years or so. So yes. How does one avoid can we avoid it or do we have to hit the wall? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. I would say not neither. <laughs> don't don't avoid it and don't don't hit the wall for sure. <laughs> I would say strategically set up systems. And that was really how I cracked the code in my life. I was like, there's gotta be a better way, right? Mm-hmm. And this is not working, clearly. <laughs> this is going nowhere good. So and that is when, like I said, more and more women, so Yes, I had my own business. I started to help women grow their businesses. I realized I have a knack with growing businesses, just kind of this innate thing that I I get. Mm -hmm. And so I started helping women with that. But as I was helping them, I realized either they weren't making enough money growing their business or not reaching their financial goals, or they were working like seven days a week. They were putting, more women were saying like when they left their corporate job or whatever it was to start their business, they found themselves putting more time in their business than they ever did before. And they were feeling even more exhausted now. They're like, I left my job to start my own business so that I could be free. But they were even more exhausted because now their heart was invested in this creation, right, this business. So I was like, okay, we're all struggling here. We all have the same Mm -hmm. pains. And so as I had, I think at that point, I was like at the tail end, my husband and I had gotten back together. Things, Things that had all shifted for me. I reversed my Hashimoto's. And it was because I had had to figure out the hard way, but it was, I, cre- I was like, I have to create some systems, some strategies here that work that I can share with my clients and then we can continue duplicating it. So I started to create programs around it, right? And now I help companies and more mid-sized business owners as well with their teams. And so it's all about structure and really putting in a system that works so that you're not doing all the to-dos and you're not... On top of all the moving components, because having a business does have a lot of moving components they are necessary, but you don't have to do all of that. And one of the initial strategies that I always start off with my clients is to create team both at work and at home. And we start that at the beginning of the year, always with a, what I call a combined vision with ourselves for our business, with mm-hmm. our teams, if we have teams and employees, and then also a combined vision with our personal relationships at home. No, our partners, geez. our families. And we go about it in a very similar way as like a, as you would as a CEO of your company. You meet quarterly, you check in with each other. you make sure that the vision is still the same. Everyone is following through. and it's it's such a game changer, both personally and professionally. It was for myself. And it is now, clients, it used to take us about a year to put all this stuff in place and then implement it. And now have clients that do it in less than six months. And so they scale, mm-hmm. they actually make more money. And now they move to like a four day or three day work week. Yeah. So it, there are ways. So you don't have to like avoid or like crash, you know, yeah. there's
0: actually ways that work. Yeah. I love systems and processes. I'm not a very organized person. So I, I actually like them because I need it. <laughs> I need that to be organized. So I yeah. love that you've created, like you said, like a replicable system. And I think what you said, too, about how, you know, the illusion of, oh, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, and then you end up working like <laughs> 18-hour days. Like that's that's not, you might as well work for someone else, right? I mean, the passion piece is wonderful as an entrepreneur. I guess it's probably better, but it is an illusion. I really, really resonated when you said like, oh, here I am thinking that like I, I make my own schedule, but I'm running around crazy. That's not, yeah. you know, making, I mean, it is making your own schedule, but not the ideal schedule, which is really mm. what we want. And I think that's, that's why a lot of people go into business. So it's very yeah. smart what you're talking about because, you know, especially if people coming out of corporate, we actually don't have the skills to implement You know, to organize this, right? Because if you go from just working, showing up at work and coming home, (laughs) now it's like, like I'm working in my dining room, family, business, intermingled. So I think that's, I love also how you said like your, your personal life is also like a team (laughs) and you meet with them and and plan and, and make expectations, you know, manage expectations and goals and all of that. That's wonderful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's the only way that it's it actually does work. A lot of the times, myself included at first, we do kind of think, I have to say for me, it was a trust issue. It took me a long time to hire out and create a team. And it took me a long time to actually ask for the kind, communicate the kind of help that I needed for my family in order to grow my business. I felt like my family needed me in these 50 areas or they couldn't do it as good as I did or somebody would drop the ball or I wouldn't ask to carpool or whatever and I was doing a lot of my own until I realized it doesn't have to be that way and so communicating hey guys here's my vision for my company this year what do you guys think that means I'm going to travel x amount of times I'm going to have these webinars I'm going to do these product launches here's how I can use help from you are you in and they're a yes or no, it's an invitation. And if they're a yes, here's how I can use your help. And if they're a no, okay, great. Can you can you jump in on some of these things at home? And you'd be surprised how willing, if you ask for help, this was another breakthrough I had with my husband. My husband's like, you never even ask for help. I'm like, I ask for help all the time. He's like, no, you complain well, for help. You don't <laughs> ask for help. <laughs> oh, that's good, that's good. <laughs> That's a big distinction. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the communication is key with our teams, both at home and at work in a way that really excites them to rise with you, you know? So yeah, those are biggies.
0: It kind of reminds me of like they say, you know, when your children are small and you want them to eat more vegetables, take them to the supermarket with you, have them pick out the veggies, have them prepare the veggies, you know, and it's, it's Mm -hmm. empowering and they have some yes. sense of ownership and, and it's showing respect to them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, hey, I want to do this and, and I need you. I actually need your help in this. So it's it's really, a, uh, I, I love that, Maria. I love that you're doing that. I need to do more of that.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I continue to remind myself to do more of that too because we have our, our go-to initially, right? Yeah. Yes.
0: And making the requests is really important. Like, I think that's such a, when I learned that in terms of like, or just relationships in general, like instead of, you know, oh, well, you know, this person just doesn't get me and they're, they're being rude or they're being bitchy or they're not, they don't care about me or, you know, all the thoughts that we make up in our heads. If I, if I could just say, hey, I feel this way. And I was wondering if you could do this for me as I'm asking you it like changes everything especially in the husband and wife dynamic i think (laughs) in particular
1: absolutely absolutely i think our husbands our partners do want to help and they of course they want to see us succeed and and our kids i love what you the analogy you gave about the market our kids want to be a part of that not not dictated to almost right they want to be a part of it and i I love that's a great analogy because it's so true yeah
0: so do you talk about, in terms of overwhelm, getting into like practices like meditation or or mindfulness or anything like that? Do you bring any of that in there for your clients? Or?
1: So yeah, a lot of what goes on. So we talked about like systems and strategy, but there's also an inner game that goes on for us. And, and I'll just keep it personal for me, it for me had to do with like a deeper issue, which was trust. Right. So why wasn't I hiring out now? Now I know my team does things better than I do faster than I do. And I'm happy for them to do it. Like, please, I don't want to do those 20 things. Take them and run with them and enjoy. They love it. I don't (laughs) like I'm not marketing social media you guys do it. And so there's a there's this inner game that yeah, we do focus on when it comes to women business owners, my clients, like what really is holding you back from hiring out? Is it finances really or is it something else, you know? Mm-hmm. So we do focus on that inner game and then as far as the self-care piece, it's you know, I try not to create any cookie cutter yes, in my programs I do have a bunch of ideas that they can incorporate into their day to day and into their life, but at the end of the day, it's more customized. So, mm-hmm. like you, I agree with you. I'm not, I don't meditate, but what I do is another process. I peace process through things that hold me back, and that's kind of a a form of mindfulness and meditation. Although it focuses on dissolving an issue or limiting belief, so that you can keep moving forward. Right, that's what works better for me. And um, prayer. Right, So these are things that really benefit me, whereas for other people, they may not. So I always try with my clients anyway, one-on-one, I always try to figure out what is it that has worked for you in the past that we can do more of that can really replenish you in like five minutes. Like this morning, I had a nice, I put my tree lights on. I had 15 minutes of quiet and it's just that quiet, that nothingness it wasn't an act of meditation. It was just nothingness of looking out at the mist. Uh, I have mountains in my backyard and just honing in on that and the insights and the creativity and the clarity that came through for today's actions. I added more things to my action plan that just felt more aligned and more exciting. And so you can actually be in action in, in a way that lights you up, you know, without it feeling like another to do. So those are some things it's like, just take five minutes and be any kind of still you want, you know, and, and then move forward in your day, especially at the start of the day. And then there's little things that we do in the middle of our day. The best thing that I could say is most people don't realize this, but we are most productive in 90 minute cycles and have Mm -hmm. 20 minute breaks where our active state is similar to our sleep state. So I always try to remind people like, when they're like, I'm feeling stressed out, I'm feeling stuck, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm like, did you take your 20 minute break today? No. Okay. Can you do like a five minute? And they're like, oh yeah, we forget. And then they're like, oh my God, I just, I didn't even need 20 minutes. I needed like five and I'm back, you know, I'm good to go. That's it. Great. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. yeah. That's like a replenish. Like you said, I like that word. It sounds like a replenish Like the the tank is getting lower over the 90 minutes, the tank is getting lower and lower. (laughs) And that's like, okay, replenish the tank and then go back to work. And I love that because I think you you end up being much more productive when you do take those breaks than if you just push through.
1: A hundred percent. There's actually studies around that, that show that companies are now investing the most successful companies out there. The biggest companies we have in the world are actually investing in the, what we're learning now about these 90 minute cycles to help mm. their teams have breaks because they're realizing it's increasing their productivity and their profits. So gosh, if you if you take that five minute investment, you will increase your productivity and your profits. That's how great it is. Just five minutes or less yeah. sometimes. So yeah, it yeah. goes a long way. I also like
0: what you said about just taking that time to kind of, you know, be still and then but out of that comes the clarity. And the focus and the creativity, which I think is, again, like as an entrepreneur, like if you're not bringing creativity to your work every day, well, what's the point? You know, you might as well work for someone else. Yeah. And, but having that clarity and focus also helps you w- avoid the overwhelm because you're like, OK, I have my list. You know, you know what I used to do? I still, this is my tendency as I make this list and it's got literally like 25 things on it, right? Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to do 25 things today, but oh, I'll just, I'll just look at that list and I'll check them off as I go. And if I don't finish, I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. But what yes. I realized was that the list was overwhelming me. So what I did is I said, this is my list for the week. And then I open a new page in my notebook and I just pick the top three that it's Monday. Okay, so what do I want to do on Monday? And just pick those top three. And it's like it's like productivity time management 101.
1: <laughs> it's so good though. But, so. <laughs> but I, so I forgot about that, you know? <laughs> yes. So. It's 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 101. It, it's simple and 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 actually, Jill, if you can only do that, you'll always be ahead of the game. We have uh there's yeah. a feature in one of my programs, my uh time business programs, it's called Massive Action Mondays. And mm-hmm. it's exactly what you said. Like Okay, create your to-dos, all the things that are going to bring you closer to your goal. You know, circle the, the three, the top three that are going to move the needle the most for you and do those three. And anything on top of that is like icing and the cherry yes. on top. You're ahead of the game. You're moving. Your needle is moving. And if you could do it on Monday, like Massive Action Mondays, if you can start your week this way, by Thursday, you probably add a couple more things in there. So you're totally... Oh, yeah. Gosh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, Without the overwhelm, without the feeling of overwhelm,
0: you know? Yes. Amen. So Maria, thank you. You know what? This conversation has been really, really interesting and helpful. And I I think it's such an important topic around overwhelm, burnout, stress As, as a woman entrepreneur. We need to hear these messages like over and over and over again
1: yes. so amen yes oh my gosh Jill, thank you so much thank you for what you're doing thank you for empowering women and and just supporting them on their path to stay on their path because i feel like if we can do that for each other we are cracking codes together so i appreciate yeah. you thank yeah. you thank you for today thank you
0: I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I always enjoy talking to Maria. She's such a beautiful person and has so much compassion and so smart in her approach. I don't know. I think she's pretty awesome. And I hope you did too. You can learn more about Maria on her website, which is mariagavrielle.com. And that will be in the show notes. That's uh, Maria Gabrielle is G-A-V-R-I-E-L dot com. And she has a freebie that she's offered. It's called the Time Freedom Formula. And it is her three step process that has helped other business owners leverage their time and gain back thousands of hours in order to grow their businesses exponentially. So she has helped hundreds of business owners with that. So pretty cool stuff get that freebie in the show notes. And also, if you enjoyed this podcast, I recommend that you please share it with your friends. Let's get the voices of all of these amazing women guests that have been on this show out more into the world. So if you subscribe, that makes it good so because you know more people will learn about the podcast if you write a review that's always very helpful so please do that and also check out our website winweightloss.com that's w-y-n weightloss.com and if you are so inclined you can join us in the free challenge that we're doing called the love challenge and this is 12 days of practicing self-love some really simple tools that you can use to actually practice self-love instead of just being like oh yeah i'm supposed to love myself but i have no idea how to do that (laughs) that's how i was (laughs) so uh, check out the love challenge and all of those links will be in the show notes thanks for listening